Okay, yeah. Three, two, one. Hello and welcome to the 14th episode of Laid Back Leisure. I am here with Janil Mehta. Hi, Janil. Hi, hi, Karan. How are you? How are you doing? I'm fine. I'm doing good. Doing why, good. Just... Why is your tagline "Dream to Dance"? Why? I think everyone knows me by "Dream to Dance" now. They don't remember my last name, like how you did not. <laughs> I really but, didn't. I really, really didn't. But I a dream to dance is like you know I I believe in um, first initiating with a dream, and I think uh, a lot of my ideas as well. uh for my dances and all of it it comes in my dream when i'm sleeping that's crazy um, so um that's also a big that's why it's also like you know dream to dance but at the same time uh i think it's um it it, it was my dream which i you know worked hard for and mm-hmm. here i am dancing so that's nice. i that's what i recommend everyone you know dream big and they're just not fantasies so just dream to dance because yep. you're you're one of the few people i know that doesn't do anything like you're so i know a lot of my friends who dance and act and do a lot of other stuff parallelly so their primary goal mm-hmm. is either to get into acting or to get into some other form of art right but mm-hmm. yours being focused on dance is something i find cool because i'm like do you act do you do anything aside from that aside from dance um so 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 the thing is that um i never had a plan b so i always wanted to dance and um many people asked me you know to do something else also simultaneously but i did not think there was any need because i was very comfortable where you know i was with dancing and you know taking my career in dance but um at the same time you know i realized that um just through time that i i should be open to doing and trying different things and i think like you know uh, especially in my where i'm dancing you know even like in music videos or something there is acting involved yeah, in some of the yeah. other way uh i like i have like not singing for sure i'm a very very bad <laughs> singer but i did sing in all my like instagram lives yeah, and all yeah, that yeah. like i mean also i have to sing um even like in class when i have to you know teach a step yeah. or whatever so i mean just being open to um, other art forms but at the same time also you know uh, sometimes you have to really think about how you want to advertise and market yeah. yourself um so there are just so many things um which just came about to be but the thing is that i i really believe that uh, all skills are transferable so yeah. even with dance and even with so many other uh, professions it's all transferable so you know just being open to it is quite yeah. important because i i for sure like i know for a fact that when you're dancing like i saw a video you uploaded of you in uh, usc recently mm-hmm. where you captioned it mm-hmm. miss dancing in us usc yeah yes i yes, saw yes. I was, that is some like i'm focusing less on what the moves are and focusing more on what like what the emotion is in that video like and yeah like it i think about it and it's more imagine if i was in person it would have been like way more intense than what it is just through a phone screen right 
True, definitely. Some real acting as well because dancing involves like more expression than a lot of other other art forms. Like mm-hmm. that's what I have noticed. So yeah, yeah, no, definitely. And uh, even like through my dances, like I always have some story or you know yeah, some emotion yeah. is all always there. Um, I usually. take like my personal experiences through dance and you know i actually express it through dance so um that's i would say that's my speciality it's like you know i'm like a storyteller um i i don't call myself a dancer i call myself like a creator a storyteller i i love that concept mm-hmm. i love the idea mm-hmm. of the storyteller that's that's amazing so mm-hmm. i one cool thing i'll tell you i'll give you a compliment slash my lack of attention in life I was going through your Instagram to research stuff, and huh. I'm serious. Like while I didn't note anything down, I was just looking at your videos. Like then it it became it didn't it wasn't research any like you know I what I do whenever I have a guest on is that I make note of things. Okay, these are the things that are you know prominent in their profile or some stuff like that. I just I really got engrossed in all your videos. I mean that <laughs> I forgot like. I forgot that I have to do some research. I I just kept looking at the video. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much. Which one did, did you like? I that <laughs> the <laughs> one where you put put up that one like where you have no abs. What was that song? Oh, that one. Yeah, Lars in the caption. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> And like I think oh, most yes. of those. Yeah, like there was one uh, one where you shot in some hotel in Lonavala. Yes, yes, also. yeah, yeah. Dude, when I uh-huh, I just yeah I didn't see the uh, location at first, and I thought mm-hmm. you were just dancing in like Arey Milk Colony or something in the street, and I was like, okay, that's interesting. Then I saw the <laughs> location and I was like, no, no, no. Yes, yes. <laughs> But I I really got engrossed, man. You've got great uh, you've got great dance videos, man. That's amazing. <laughs> thank you, thank you so much. Yeah. Yeah. But I want to get to. Your college, USC Kaufman, Gloria Kaufman, right? Yeah, correct. So yeah. I, why USC? Like, what? Firstly, I have no idea about dance colleges. So tell me, like, uh-huh. what are the best dance colleges? Which are the best dance colleges, and why uh-huh. you chose USC in particular? Okay, so starting back in eighth grade, I actually knew that I wanted to dance. So. Um, I was actually looking for university since eighth grade, and it's very funny because that time it was just like a, like you know, like like a childful experience yeah. where you know I'm just uh, looking through a lot of universities, and at that time I was looking uh, at universities in the UK. Mm. Uh, but when I went to a counselor uh, in my eleventh grade to you know just decide like I you know have a final list of universities, uh, like I had already told her that you know I wanted to do dance. yeah but um there was this i mean e- like even she did not know what is you know the best in dance and i was kind of figuring it out as well along the way but she said that you know there are these two universities NYU and USC which have yeah. good art schools and U- um USC uh, is very good and it has uh, a new dance school so as soon as she said a new dance school Uh, I was very intrigued, and I was like, "Okay, let me just research a little more about this." So as soon as I got like you know this foundation that um, you know USC and NYU, then I kind of branched out to different universities. I was actually looking into uh, Juilliard as well, and uh, so Juilliard is supposed to be the 
best i've heard of in, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, i've heard of that in like performing arts it's, huh. it's supposed to be the best in performing arts um so and now usc kaufman is co- uh, called the next juilliard on the west coast so juilliard is actually yeah, yeah, yeah. in new york and usc kaufman is uh, told as you know yeah. it's said as said to be coast, the yeah. next yeah, yeah next juilliard on the west coast so um i didn't know about all of that but i knew that juilliard is you know very prestigious all of that and um i had applied to six universities uh in the uh, five universities in the us and one in canada and i was very like obviously interested to go to the us um but my dream school was usc now why usc just because um it had uh because it had something new in it the 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 motto of the uh, of usc kaufman is the new movement so yeah. you know as soon as there's something new involved you know just the word new you are always like yeah, you know, yeah, intrigued yeah. and interested yeah, in it um and then when i saw the curriculum i was like you know it's really catered to me uh in terms of you know they had uh, they just did not have ballet and contemporary as their core modules mm. but they also had hip hop in it so ballet contemporary hip hop um and jazz so those were like you know the core modules at yeah. um USC Kaufman plus their uh, the faculty is like you know just they have endless uh, experience in you know in, and their resumes are just so 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 um, nice that i was like uh, you know this uh, like this is this is the best option for me at yeah. the same time is this is so funny uh, but i always i also saw the infrastructure mm. <laughs> and i wanted to see how the building look how the studios cool. are everything um and honestly speaking it is so good i mean just the studios if you you know look yeah, at it yeah i saw just, a couple um, in the videos like they're massive in the video yeah, yeah they are massive, massive. and, and they, they are they are said to be the best studios in the united states because they're just so they're huge and they have you know high ceilings and it, it's it's just perfect so mm. um and then and then you know when i compared it to other universities i was like you know of course it's going to be usc Uh, yeah. it is highly competitive first of all to get into usc and also to get into kaufman uh, because um, it's not like they don't uh, admit like a pool of like you know 100 students or 120 students at a time it's it's only like 24 22 20 to 24 so uh, out of like around 1000 applicants uh, i was in the the uh, i was in the 24 batch so yeah. it was very it was quite competitive that's crazy but i'm i'm glad that i got into how do your college, applications though. work so like how do you apply for mm-hmm. these colleges so uh, they all had like because of uh, because i'm i was an international i am an international yeah. student um i had to send in videos yeah. um so for all the universities they had like criteria that you know you have to do this one contemporary piece this uh, this thing these things in ballet you have to sh- uh, send a solo um what solo you, like you know there is there, there are entire detail, like yeah, 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 yeah and you have to shoot all of that uh, plus you have to obviously write essays you know just the normal yeah. application so what happens is you have a portfolio plus you are also applying to usc as a normal like student, normal yeah. matlab like yeah, yeah as a student so yeah. you have to apply both ways um and so you gave you gave any sat act you didn't give any of those Oh yeah no no I had to give because I had because as I said you know you have to apply to the university yeah. and the college 
So yes, I had I gave SATs. Let's not get to the score. But... <laughs> your grades, your general grades matter, like your uh, regular school grades. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, it really does matter. Um, That's crazy. Um, because also I worked uh, with the admissions team at USC, mm-hmm. um, at like at my at my dance school specifically, mm-hmm. and you know just to get those insights where. Um, they do look at your academic grades because they want you to be intellectually curious mm. they want um, like they just don't want dancers and i, yeah, I yeah, know, when yeah. i see when i see my uh, class i don't see just dancers uh, even like myself mm. like you know so um, it's quite interesting because you know there are other colleges where it's just like you know you're just dancing 24/7 mm. uh but this is quite open and i actually like it because it it kind of helps you sustain your life and at the same time yeah. um it just it just makes you prolong your career uh so that's what i like um but in terms of the college process for usc specifically i had to send them a video i had to send them two videos uh and essays and all of that and then they shortlisted like 150 people or something out of the thousands or you know whoever applied mm. um and then they had to attend a live audition so it was a two step oh process so i had so it was actually during my 12th grade vivas uh while i had to you know, oh, actually God. travel to la so for audition and it, that was yeah isc so i was doing isc commerce huh. um Oh and my. that's when uh yeah i had to go did they give you did and they give was, you any concession i mean i had to i had to still give my vivas huh. <laughs> um but i did it all before i left yeah. so it was quite nice that you know when i came back um you know the college, like school was over because yeah. uh, i had already like uh, because then you know we had the study break mm-hmm. but um uh, i went to the us literally for like 5 days oh. um i gave my uh, audition and the audition was like a full day audition so it started with like you know four classes ballet contemp improvisation and hip hop and after that there's lunch and then there's interview and solo so uh, uh, so it was quite an intense um, <laughs> audition but the good part was i got to see the yes. university and you got, got in man the studio <laughs> and i got it yeah. yeah but the good part was i got i got to see the 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 the, the college because the thing yeah. is that it's a new school so i'm the i'm the third batch in the school oh, that's it um yeah that's it it's very new so i was i was literally the third batch in the school and um uh, there were no like photos at that time for me to see you know uh, yeah, how yeah, the studio yeah. is looking this and that so this was like and also it was a new built um uh, building the thing is mm. that it they were they, they had actually started their classes but somewhere else uh, mm. and the building was made after the first class was recruited so um, there were no photos or anything and that was a, and that's a, that's why i was also a little hesitant but I, when i got in when i just stepped into the school i was like this is it and this is where i am definitely going um and the good part was that the faculty and the the guest artists who come are just amazing like you know there are people from like you know other universities and yeah. other colleges who want these fac- like you know these faculties and guest artists so it's quite nice that we have them that's amazing man that's great but did you did you at any point like in school like you started off like what at what age 
Uh, dancing, I started off when I was five years old. Yeah. When I was five years old, I started. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, it's like it's like you know, uh, like you were into sports, right? Yeah. I don't know. So if I played. I too. No huh. man. Now life has. <laughs> let's not go there. Yeah. Life has become different <laughs> now. <laughs> My God. But but you were into football, very, right? Yeah, yeah. So I played. I played from. So I joined Jamna Bai. So for anybody who's listening, both of us are from Jamna Bai, and anybody who says it's not the best, I mean. Go fuck yourself. There's no chance. It is the best. So, <laughs> but is, yeah. So we're so we're both from Jamna Bai, and so I joined Jamna Bai in the fourth standard. And oh, okay. For one year, I was still confused because the previous school that I was in had very little um, like exposure to sports as compared to us. Like, ah, okay. In ter- not only sports, like in terms of all the. possibilities that, yeah that mm-hmm. jamna bai has one of the best in all of that right so, correct yes yeah so for that matter like i for real like i i started playing football i think in the fifth fifth standard i started i mean i wasn't okay. really good i was pretty average mm-hmm. but throughout like i i played till i was in the 12th grade i played every year nice nice yeah. so you started at an early age as well Yeah, so I mean, yeah, yeah. like, uh, yeah. Just to bring that topic up was like, huh. um, like whenever you are interested in something or whatever, you you usually start at an early age. Yeah. Not not always, hmm. but um, yeah. So, so obviously, like you know, with that, then there was practice, and um, yeah, that I actually started with Indian folk dancing, uh, before folk. And so, then, oh wait, you had a gharana and all of that. No, no, no. So that's Indian classical. Okay. Um, I don't know but, the difference. Uh, so Indian classical is basically like Indian folk culture is basically from the community. Like I mean, you know, from um, the uh, festivals mm-hmm. and from you know whatever the, it, it it is like for the community, from the community, by the community. Uh, that's the Indian folk culture. Okay. Uh, Indian classical culture is very like you know very ancient. And yeah, it was done in. Uh, it started with Bharat Natyam, where you know they. Um, uh, it started in like you know uh, it's done by Devadasis, like for um, who actually uh, performed for the kings and you know mm-hmm. all of that. It was a courtship. Mm-hmm. So um, I mean, just to give a brief example, like Indian classical would be Bharat Natyam, while Indian folk would be Garba. Oh or, okay, you know, okay. Lazy dance, yeah, yeah, yeah. so it's very imp- different that way. So, so I started what, actually with what did Indian you do? folk. So I started with Indian folk uh, uh, for two years or something, and then I actually transitioned into uh, Western dancing completely. So I was in Shamak uh, for twelve years, and I actually hmm. did a lot of contemporary in there um, in Shamak. Uh, my training was intense throughout. did a mm. lot of shows and performances and all of that um so uh contemporary and then i did f- ballet for the last 5 years of you know my time in shama wow. and that's when also i did hip hop uh and then i tra- and then i applied for university and then i uh, mm. then in kaufman we are just like um experimenting so with different styles and all ballet. that so you can can yep. you point your foot is that one thing you do like those Pointing your feet to like 
till the time they break because i have seen <laughs> friends who do ballet and they like i tried the same thing they do with their feet whatever that pointing shit uh-huh. is and i was uh-huh. like how how is it training what is it is it natural like do you so, have to have so, that so see pointing your feet just generally you know pointing your ankles is something which you do in a lot of other dance styles as well mm-hmm. uh with with ballet it's that uh, traditionally um ballet was uh, like going on point matlab going on toes uh was uh, done by women okay and the males were there to support the women uh and so they did not wear those point shoes so there are different ballet shoes as well so for uh, traditionally for males uh it uh, the ballet shoe is just a soft shoe which is, it's like a sock like yeah, it's like yeah, sock yeah. so that is just normal for males traditionally but for um uh females they have this box shoe so it's like you know it is basically uh, helping you to balance on your toes like literally your toes so um there is like the silica gel which you mm. actually have which you wear um just it's like a covering it's like a it's still like a i, I don't want to say it's like it's like half socks yeah and yeah, yeah. uh so you wear that first um and then you have this box type it's it's wooden it's a wooden kind of shoe uh, at the bottom hmm and it's flat so when you actually point and when you actually are on your toes there's this support which uh, yeah. you get so definitely like that's traditionally done by women uh, so yeah i haven't done that i have tried um <laughs> for a performance and it is you need a lot of yeah. training for that uh you definitely like going yeah. on your toes uh, being more than going on your toes just being in that shoe mm. uh it's it, it is intense because that shoe is very uh, I, i would definitely say it is painful yeah. uh, when you're on your toes So, do you do you know yeah. who's uh, Mikhail Barish Barry Shinnikov? Oh, Mikhail Mikhail Barishnikov. Yeah. yeah. I was doing yeah. a little research on ballet earlier today. Uh-huh. And uh-huh. I found out this guy is worth 45 million dollars. Like I have this weird thing that I do where I just keep researching people's net worth for uh-huh. some reason. He is he is like He's he's the man. I would like he's the god of ballet. He, he's not the god of ballet, but he's very famous, renowned. Yeah. He's also done a lot of things outside of ballet as well. And you know the fun and the cool fact is that he was the um, uh, the speaker at the first uh, the first batches convocation at Kaufman. Bro, that Mikhail is insane. Kaufman. Yeah. So Dude, I I I mean I did a little bit that I researched on this guy man this guy is like uh-huh. a, he's a baller man he knows some he's he's done some shit in his life he's, he's really oh yeah cool. yeah he's yeah oh definitely like I mean he yeah he's just insanely like uh, so good yeah, yeah man but I'm uh-huh. I wanted to ask you this like this is where like a little stereotypical view of society comes in like the whole concept that oh, like yeah. guys doing ballet mm-hmm. i like yeah. i mean i never looked at it that way but i've heard and i've thought about it and after i saw this guy's network i was like if if guys doing ballet gets you here <laughs> go put me in ballet like your word your your the one of the most famous dancers in the entire world 
like yeah that's true mm-hmm. all over the I, i mean it's it's insane yeah yeah he he's really reputed i mean like um it's insane how uh, yeah i just yeah but i mean like you know the thing is that um the like ballet is obviously that that's the thing you know uh, males doing ballet and all of that yeah. but also just dance in general there is this al- al- always a view that yeah. you know, dancers um are uh, poor <laughs> they yeah. have the, they, they can't pay their bills <laughs> that's i mean that's a uh, i i can definitely say that's a misconception i mean not everyone and i mean there are so many other professions as well yeah. that um are you know risk worthy and they there is risk in everything yeah so, so that, you can't that run away from it concept yeah. so i thought about it like this is something like i i, I don't know why i spent my time thinking about these things but um <laughs> think about it like and consider uh, suppose say like there are today 1 lakh kids who dance and mm-hmm. out of that there are 50000 10000 who want to pursue a career in it out of which mm-hmm. only 5 make it 10 how, how, what would you say is the percentage that makes it big enough or well enough in life that they can have a regular fa- like income where they can feed a family of four suppose like how many of those okay. one lakh will make it according to you uh so you know i cannot lie uh but <laughs> dance and any other art field uh is very niche okay yeah. uh it is n- not for everyone and anyone okay yeah. so uh that's one thing we should uh, i mean you need a very high level skill to even earn that much yeah. you know you can't be a mediocre dancer yeah. and expect to um you know earn mm-hmm. like you know someone like someone like mikhail parishnikov like, yeah you know? obviously so like, you definitely need to be role yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah but you need to be really good at it whatever mm. you're doing in just any profession you just need to be very good at it um so definitely mediocrity has no place but yeah. um from the from the one lakh dancers you said that you know who are interested in dance and yeah. who want to take up dance uh definitely um i would say less than half could make it into uh, like you know properly like you know because yeah, it yeah. is a difficult field i don't want to lie that you know oh everyone will be able to make it hmm. it is it is a challenging but definitely i would i can assure that from those 1 lakh people anyone everyone will be able to dance their entire life uh, they crazy. will be able to, they will be able to do that uh, it's just that um taking it up as a profession is yeah. a little um i don't say dicey but it's just that but um, that's with anything you, you, it's with anything yeah like mm-hmm. even mba students engineering students look at the number of people that apply no. for it look at the today an engineering student who is like who goes to a great college also mm-hmm. who out of mm-hmm. those like thousands of engineering students maybe like five mm-hmm. or six get a good job like i have Correct, yeah. quite a few friends who have done engineering and only i know only one guy who has mm-hmm. actually gotten a good like a nine decent lakhs uh, mm-hmm. a year kind of salary but mm-hmm. otherwise there are people who start doing like electric electric engineering and all that and they'll become electricians because 
even after getting a degree they they might end up doing that who mm. do basic mm-hmm. basic household electric appliance stuff mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. even though they might yeah. get a degree in it correct yeah so, like even like mm-hmm. yeah go ahead go ahead but like even if like even in like, even in the dance field like you know for me when i'm taking getting a degree in dance i'm getting a bachelor of fine arts in yeah. dance doesn't mean that i i can become a professor or i can teach or i uh, can dance and choreograph like you know it definitely it definitely has this qualify like you know this thing where yeah. because it is a niche audience when you're also applying when you you got mm. into a school because you have the talent you can you know yeah. do something so um definitely you have that uh, level up but um uh, they don't assure you that you know you're going to be successful in life then it really depends yeah. on you how you take it forward so that's why when i you know when i said being open to a lot of things uh is very important like for example you know me uh, i always wanted to become a dancer mm. uh probably uh the past few years i've realized that more than me be- becoming a dancer you know i really like to create and choreograph yeah. so uh, then i've got into that route and then after that i realized that uh, so so choreograph and then after that i realized that you know i like to create more than mm-hmm. anything so then you know i started you know just um, having uh, uh, a like a like an interest in filmmaking and all of that so mm-hmm. you know being open to just things you know you never know like you know life surprises me every exactly. day exactly uh and you know there's interest in so many things you know i like you know even uh, making music uh, in also like you know uh, writing so mm. there are so many things uh, because i i i this i realized very late i mean very recently i realized that you know more than uh, just dance i would really like to create and it could be anything even building costumes and uh, you know all of that so it, it all comes down to dance of course because yeah. that's what you know that's what that's where i have that's started. who you are but right. it's very important that's where yeah that's who i am that's who i am that's who i am mm-hmm. but uh, it, it, it actually uh, like branching it out is very very essential and it actually helps you uh, also uh, invest time in dance a lot more you you'll be more yeah. happy you'll be happier as well when while you are dancing because you know sometimes what happens is that when you dance 24/7 uh even though you love it then you just start getting it it feels like work yeah after yeah, a yeah. point i feel after you. a I point feel and it, even if you really really love it hmm. um so you know having that time to you know explore other things uh is just also beneficial for dance no i i, I 100% get what you're saying mm-hmm. i do like yeah. i i know for a fact that like see so when i i am an arts student i'm doing liberal arts right so mm-hmm. i know that there is not much that you can get from an art degree a, a degree in ba unless you truly have something you can create so like true you can be mm-hmm. the person who who does literature and become a copywriter but mm-hmm. that's going to get you a very average life which is not nothing wrong mm-hmm. with that but that is the case but yeah like mm-hmm. there is there is a lot that you have like you apart mm-hmm. from being talented in your field you also have to be a creator of your own like without which it's not possible uh, definitely to De- especially this, especially this uh, digital age yeah yeah, like, yeah i yeah. mean you really need and i think it all boils down to 
the choices you make and what um choices you're open for mm-hmm. um i had a decent uh, interview before as well and in in there i realized like you know people have so many choices but you know the choices choices they make are the choices that you know their family has imposed on them or anything else so you know um it's very important that you know you are open with those choices you know what choices are best for you and have you ever you had that a problem like your family support and all of that like that's has that not ever been a really you know not really uh, uh definitely before uh, when i was in the 8th grade <laughs> when i actually mm. told my uh, mom about it you know she was just like yeah bito you know he's still in the 8th grade yeah, yeah you know all of that will be fine but then uh, because i kept continuing to dance i kept continuing to choreograph i never stopped even my 10th yeah. board my 12th boards i was shooting and i was you know dancing and choreographing it was even then and um so i never stopped and um they they just realized that you know this is what i want to do and this is what i'm going to do uh and i didn't have to convince them uh, there was always a, like my brother was he he's he's actually got into terms right now very recently uh, your brother you know, also i've for... watched a couple of his uh, instagram posts of him dancing uh-huh. <laughs> Yeah, yeah oh my god <laughs> he is having yes, a like, great time you know he's he's having a great time and you know uh, he he he's just got into terms with it you yeah. know me actually going uh, investing money uh, for dance to, uh, you know in LA and all of that like, yeah. I mean, he's just got in in terms of, with that he's actually maybe you know because he's also um, seeing you know my videos on instagram yeah. and all of that and he's seeing that you know how much time i'm investing what i'm doing in this and that so uh it's definitely sometimes you just have to prove it to your family mm, that you know mm. this is what you can do this is this is this is what you want to do you can do this um and it's all it's possible i yeah. think the uh, i didn't have to convince my father at all my mom maybe you know i had to convince a little bit in the beginning uh, um but my father was like yeah whatever you want to do ha ah, you don't worry like he was like yeah. do 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 jo karna hai karo matlab <laughs> yeah yeah jo karna hai karo ah. yeah yeah definitely yeah yeah and uh, he also has a huge role in like you know my um my dancing career hmm. um he he, uh, he was like you know the person who used to uh, in the beginning i would say criticize a lot Uh, and at that time i was very young so i never took those you know critiques and everything mm. but now when i look back at it even like my recent videos uh his actually words resonate with me now so it's quite interesting like how how huge a part you know he was playing unintentionally yeah. Yeah, at that yeah, time yeah yeah that's amazing bro. i'm i'm really happy that's the case bro like you so i i spoke to a couple of my friends who are mm-hmm. into dance so mm-hmm. like you know like really really into dance like even mm-hmm. throughout quarantine they've done a lot of workshops i want to get uh-huh. to quarantine and your dance like that is something <laughs> that's a real topic bro but yeah. oh, so yeah. i uh-huh. i spoke to them and i was like uh, so i thought about so when i like i recently started this podcast and mm-hmm. i i thought about it i was like okay i want to have people from like every field i know but mm-hmm. people who others can actually like resonate with in a way that like you're not somebody who is out of reach you know like 
mm-hmm. i could very like i could get True. i can talk to you like it's not like you're you're like out of reach at all but you're still great mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. my entire idea was that i want to have those people because that's more real than somebody who is who has reached a point where you're just like oh this person is like they've made mm-hmm. it already like it's done correct yeah yeah makes so, yeah yeah, yeah. true and and that we all want to see the process yeah and you're you're right in the middle of either mm. like you're you're in the middle of you know that this is according to me i hope i don't know but uh <laughs> like in in the stage where you're going to grow more like you're not of not, course yeah yeah you're not stopped not so, stopped yeah and i think you have to keep uh, growing even when you yeah. reach that stage i don't know when that stage comes um yeah, by the way in, in dance yeah. i have no idea no no i mean dance for dance i feel like it is kind of like you know being a doctor you things new things come up every time mm. and oh, you, yeah. you have to keep researching you have to keep you know learning so yeah. um i definitely feel that like for any profession you know there's just mm. so many new things like even now we are learning i mean my professors are also learning this entire uh quarantined teaching and learning yeah. so but anything I mean, can come up yeah, yeah and and like i feel like social media must have like helped dancers creators a lot right like even for that oh, a lot actors mm-hmm. anybody who is in the creative field earlier yeah. the suppose say like do you, do you do brand deals or something like that yeah i do i've recently been <laughs> getting yeah yeah so uh-huh. that's the thing right like brand deals wouldn't uh-huh. have happened on the scale that like it is happening with dancers and right all yeah. of that stuff and even if not right now in general right because in general mm-hmm. because social media has allowed people to um, market it other than like you know billboards and tv and all of that oh yeah definitely uh, social media has like change so many things yeah yeah uh, i think absolutely. how social media had started before and how it is now yeah it's like there's a drastic change i know, um, I know. yeah so definitely i mean uh, also like you know being being the voice right now uh, during the lockdown and everything it's hmm. been it's been very helpful at the same time um so but during the yes. lockdown like were you were you good like you know was was the whole idea of lockdown like settling well with you honestly yeah so the thing is i uh, now i think i maybe i can i i never like you know corona virus did not hit me at all uh, that you know there is some <laughs> glad corona it. virus it did really did not hit me when i was in the when i was in the us i mm. was like ha ah, whatever fine and then i mean definitely it is uh, yeah, deadly in some way or the other it is but um I, it didn't hit me a, a, that much and then you know i came to mumbai you know i was in the lockdown because as soon as i came to mumbai there was the janta curfew yeah so um then everything you know uh, was locked down and all of that but i i pretty much came into terms with it very very soon and you know we had started our online mm. sessions at usc at that time in march so you know that was going on and i realized like you know how this is going to be the medium yeah. for the rest of the rest of the year at least yeah uh, maybe a little more so 
I had to come to terms with it, and I started uh, seeing these, you know, push-up challenges, these fitness challenges, yeah, yeah, yeah. a little bit here and there. Uh, it was not very prominent in March. It was a little. Mm. It was happening, but not a lot. No, not, actually, not yeah. even fitness challenges. It was those. Um, I used to see, you know, uh, people doing something and then tagging each other. So it was like a full stream. Yeah. People used yeah, to. Yeah. It was like I think at that time it was some artist uh, support artist something like that. There was so you know people were you know tagging each other and there was this mm. entire stream which was created. So I was like, oh wow! Like you know how people, how much people are invested into yeah. this right now. I think I should invest myself also into that. And then I started um, sit down choreographies because you know honestly people were very lazy in the beginning. <laughs> people didn't want to get up, and I mean even now people don't want to get out. Even if I saw, like, I, I mean, saw that sit down choreography that you did. <laughs> what yeah, was some so Hosanna? Hos- what was it? Oh was... no no no! So that was. That no, my actually my sit down choreography is way before in March. It was on Nazma Nazma. Um, um, that was my first sit down choreography which I did, and that was on uh, during the Janta curfew. Hmm. Um, on the day of Janta curfew, and that's when I had actually posted it. It did really well. People are still sending me videos on you know Nazma Nazma. That's amazing. Uh, but uh, it was. Um, like you know these sit down choreographies were just a way you know you know you can dance but also while sitting down while yeah, you can chill you know, like. not much, like, yeah chill yeah so that was a phase like that was i think you know maybe two months and then as soon as i started everyone started a lot of the creators started sit down choreographies i don't know if it's through me but you know whatever it is i'm sure it is through you after me it started and i was like okay wow and then after that there was like you know the saturation point and then mm. i think everyone got quite bored including yeah. the creators uh, so then we started with like you know proper classes and yeah. workshops then it all settled in for everyone and um, i feel it's great i feel like the lockdown teaching i mean it's different definitely i would like to have a live audience in front of me while mm. performing i would like to have people around me while i'm teaching but it is a different experience but it actually gives you a very different type of skill as well uh, mm. to teach to learn um which you know usually you don't in a studio yeah. um so it is quite nice i mean uh, also like you know um, when because uh, initially when zoom was not mirrored uh, mm. people were getting having a hard time learning it yeah but i feel that it was quite nice because it was actually you know uh, triggering my mind and it was actually you know uh, developing the mind to you know do it both ways or do it, you know something like that where it's training the mind in a different way and also for me to articulate very well i have to say left and right yeah uh, and uh, you know just being very shocked you know this is the movement sometimes you know you never realize what the feel or the yeah. emotion is through online sessions yeah, but you know you have to like really call, articulate yeah. it very well so yeah that's a learning like, curve you know, for you as well i enjoy oh a yes com- learning curve for you. completely completely and uh, it uh, you learn so much you know from that you learn you know how you want to also like i think now during the lockdown i learned how i can um, market myself to the audience mm. how i can actually uh present myself what i can do and that's when i you know my uh, uh reach also started to increase mm-hmm. and um i love that i think before the lockdown i was at 10k and now i'm at you know 18 20 18 uh, yeah 
yeah 18.4 so, or 5 even, even i don't even i started my count. podcast on uh, in the lockdown only so this was something i wanted to mm-hmm. start since years like about 2 years mm-hmm. the idea mm-hmm. was that i i had a couple of boys you know the boy group thing and i was like mm-hmm. i thought about it like the conversations we have are the funniest conversations i have ever heard because they are the most natural <laughs> conversations and uh-huh. i was like if the world could hear these conversations it'll mm-hmm. it'll actually be amazing and that's the whole idea that i thought was good which was that people enjoy when stuff when you enjoy it truly like true true i can see when you post videos when you actually like doing stuff you you yourself are enjoying it which is why out of suppose say 100 people look at it 20 mm-hmm. will enjoy it as much as you enjoy it. but if you just make True. a video for the sake of it those like that it it won't resonate as much like i think that vibe is is important as much as you love it that like if you love it to your most that's when people will actually also Comple- complete complete you have to do what you love and yeah. as soon as you do that you will enjoy um what you're doing Yeah. and i think it actually it, it it does transfer the energy does transfer to mm. the people who are watching it experiencing it yeah yeah there's one thing i wanted to get back to this is something mm-hmm. actually very interesting i wanted to get to so mm-hmm. we spoke about you know the whole stigma of guys being in artsy fields and ballet and dance in general i took <laughs> up humanities in the 11th and 12th and i've been wanting to do psychology okay. since like since the longest time i know mm-hmm. since like 8th 7th 8th grade that's all that's all i wanted to do but mm-hmm. the moment i knew that i had to get into arts after 11 after 10 to do mm-hmm. psychology and mm-hmm. i told everybody around me yeah i'm going to get into arts after 10th and i got a a couple of uh, eyes bawling towards me like arts you're going to like in gujarati if you know gujarati like chokri nu chokri yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 and uh-huh. i was like what do you mean like yeah, yeah. psychology is it's it's doesn't it doesn't matter like what difference does it make gender psychology psychology yeah like no, have, definitely have you like how uh-huh. i'm sure like you must have faced that to another extent oh yeah, yeah. i mean in school just general uh but it, the the good part was i'm i'm quite thick skinned in that way uh, it really doesn't matter what people say um and maybe you know maybe just the years down the line because i've been hearing it since you know i was a child so maybe you know through the through time i just became thick skinned in that way and i think probably uh, and i always i always did whatever i wanted to do hmm. uh it was never also all about you know that you know uh, what will my uh, family say this that i always wanted to do what i wanted to do uh, hmm. from the beginning itself um so i definitely faced i mean my my uh, fam my like not my my maybe i can say immediate family or whatever mm-hmm. but uh, they even and they were like you know oh you're so good in, in academics and all of that why don't you you know become a doctor engineer and i was like um i don't know if i want to do that first of all yeah academics is a different thing like, you know, 
Haan. They were like, you know, you can become a businessman. I was like, good Jew family. Yeah. So you can do that. I was like, no, no. I mean, if I want to do business, I'll do it in dance. Why exactly. not? Exactly. Why, why do I have to do it in some and other? And you are in the like business of dance. Line of Correct. You're, yes. you're, you're making Definitely. money. You're doing well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sure so, for someone, how old are you? You're 21, right? 21, yeah. Yeah. But for a 21 year old, you're making money and that's a big deal. A lot of 21 year olds right now are just like sitting and not like they've just maybe started a job or something like that. And you're already True. way yeah. ahead of them with your classes that you've taken <laughs> and all of that. And I mean, it's not a race. It's not a race. Everybody reaches at their own point. It's not a but, race. Yeah. But mm-hmm. you've still done what people would assume you wouldn't be able to do. Right. That, I, that is yeah. making that's a true. career out of it. That, that's definitely true. And now, you know, those people, actually, even now I hear, it's funny because, you know, mm-hmm. like a lot of, whenever family comes and you're like, you know, uh, now it's more like, you know, the thing is that it's done. I mean, I've started yeah, dancing. Yeah. It's already, it's done. But still there is this thing, you know, ki, uh, you want to stay in India or do you want to go to the US? And, uh, what do you want to do? So I'm like, no, I want to come back to India. I want to do it over here. And then they're like, mm. you know, there's no scope in India. Now it's a different topic altogether. It's all about, oh, now here there is no scope. You shouldn't do here. You should yeah. go back. You know, you should go to, do it to the go, uh, go to US only. Because now they can't say, stop dancing. Yeah. Started. <laughs> they can't do that. And they so can't say like, your, they, they, yeah, uh, they don't have much to say about your... Much to say about... I get you. I get you, man. Correct. And so now they they have a different topic to you know talk about. <laughs> uh, so uh, I think you know just for, for everyone who everyone who's hearing it, people will talk. You know, it's like kuch to log kahenge, logo ka kaam yeah. So it's like that. Like you know, they will keep talking. If if not, if you've passed one phase, they'll talk. They'll talk about something else later on. So it really doesn't matter what people say. And um, and definitely, as you said, it's not a race uh, in terms of, uh, you know, me doing so much uh, when I'm 21 or whatever. So uh, there are people who have, you know, this pressure that, oh my God, I have just graduated and I yeah. need to start working. Um, or, um, uh, oh no, I'm, you know, 25 and I still don't yeah. have a job. I mean, it's like, I think everyone has a different, uh, you yes, know, time. Yes, different pace. And like, I, different pace I restarted mm-hmm. my graduation. I'm, I practically restarted my entire graduation. I'm right now in my second year. I'm 22. I'm in my second year. I mean, I see my oh, wow. who are now yeah. like who are getting jobs and all of that. And I, I don't really mm-hmm. feel too different. Like for anybody mm-hmm. who is starting again, like I don't, I don't, I mean, of course I see the difference in like time and all of that stuff because like mm-hmm. I, I mean, I have a college schedule, they have a work schedule, all of that. But Correct. Yeah. Other than but that, you I don't all... see any difference. So, mm-hmm. That's true. And also you, so now you're doing psychology, right? Yeah. And before you were doing econ? Yeah. So I did like, mm-hmm. that's the reason I, I switched. Plus my, I, I was in Penn State for two years. And mm. uh, my grades, oh, really? were, yeah, yeah, my first year grades were absolutely horrible. So mm-hmm. I had a choice. Like if I stay there, then... Uh-huh. I'll have to stay for an extra couple years to mm-hmm. make sure my GPA and my CGPA comes back on track. And mm-hmm. that is a lot of money. So I had to make like a decision. Like, what do you want to do? Like, do you want to do that? 
and that so are you back guarantee- here doing yeah, psychology yeah yeah in yeah. nmms okay so oh, okay. like it was a, like, i mean, no, i think mm-hmm. you've got no, that ex- of the, of the two years you did get the experience over there uh, yeah like i i sometimes you just have to figure you have to it's just like a trial and error yeah and and i see like i had the privilege of going there like fortunately my parents were prepared to spend that money all of that and like mm-hmm. one of the few mm-hmm. things the only thing i feel bad about is okay maybe i could have made better use of that money but other mm-hmm. than that like i know for a fact that whatever i'll do i'll be fine like and and that belief you have to have in yourself like okay wherever you are you'll be good and you keep moving yeah. like and now you're in a happy place right yeah i'm i'm in a i'm in a great spot like i'm doing way better in academics than i was and that's because mm-hmm. i've learned that like it's you got to you got to do what you got to do like you got to study definitely more. yeah it's a, yeah i mean i mean grades is a very different thing a topic altogether but i think maybe you know as you said you know you were at least enjoying psychology yeah probably more than econ economics and so i i yeah. was going to do psychology also but it was it was going to be like a minor or something like that but uh, i i'm i'm glad like i'm glad i'm here like it been I'd, i'd have it no other way you know and i'm correct, I mean, yeah. i'm sure you feel that too like oh definitely i mean you know for me i when i went to the us uh my first year i was like it it was a culture shock number one and i was just given so many things that i was overwhelmed and uh at the end of the year i was like uh did i choose the right profession do i still wanted to do this um i was really in i was actually going to be you know changing my school i was going to do a different major altogether i was probably going to come back to india it was like you know that kind of a phase oh my but then i took it upon myself and i was like you know i have worked so hard to even get here it is difficult to get into usc and more than that uh, i have been dreaming about dance every single time and now yeah. when i've got it i shouldn't you know step back so i i just told myself that you know i should give at least one more year see how it's going and then take a decision and then i'm glad i took that one year and uh, it was amazing and i think uh, what i what i just needed was confidence the only thing which i needed was self confidence at that time and as soon as i got that you know in that one year's time it, it just made me very very happy so yeah i'm glad that's okay because it mm-hmm. like in like you were saying right like it was your dream to dance since like what you were you were a kid and Kid, you don't yeah. accomplish that then like then mm-hmm. it's then what's the point like you'll be 40 45 years old thinking like what if i taken dance what if yeah like True. definitely i'm, I'm sure there are people mm-hmm. i'm sure there are people who think like right now when they when they look back like oh yeah oh yeah if. yeah even like my mom my mom herself like you know she she wanted to uh, become a doctor Hmm. uh but she couldn't do that because you know she got married and this and that yeah. at that time so yeah. uh, so many things you know people regret my my friend's mom who wanted to become a dancer again you know she could and now the thing is because of age even though you know you say that uh, you know you can still do it and all of that but you know there are so many things there are so many other factors that they have to consider to hmm. you know just dance also you know the health issues this yeah. and that so so many things so many things yeah that's insane so but like this is the time to you know do it 
and i, I think guess. just yeah, dare yeah. dare yourself and yeah. just go for it's it that, it's dare yeah. dare to dance dare to dream man. dare to dance <laughs> oh that's a nice one dare to dance <laughs> yeah you should dare do to that. dream like, dare, dare to yeah. dream yeah make yeah. that a challenge no yeah. like i i yeah. dare, oh, i yeah. dare you to actually do that like don't True. i i, I would nice do that dare to dream <laughs> <laughs> but that So that's quite that yeah that's a nice one because you know it's it's very necessary you have to take the risk yeah. you know there are so many people right now uh, instagram message me and you know they are like uh, they dm and they say hey you know um, i really want to take up dance but you know i we just have you know this issue financial you know i don't know if i'll be able to own this much and all of that and sometimes you just have to believe in yourself you have to take that risk uh, if you don't take that risk you'll never know if you are actually for it or not you know yeah. at least you will not regret maybe you know uh may- maybe uh, it was not the right choice for you to take that risk but at least when you've taken that risk you know you know if you uh you know you yeah you know and um, then you let at least be in a like a happier place later on and you won't regret that you did not do it i get you i get you so but definitely in in terms of like let's say suppose revenue streams what mm. like guide me through the top like from the bottom most revenue streams so like where a where a basic like the most um, like a great dancer but like a basic level dancer to <laughs> a professional where do you what are the revenue streams that can correct so number 1 you know when i started also to research about this i was like there's not just one there are multiple possibilities as i said you have hmm. to be open to it so there are multiple possibilities but definitely the lowest would be of a dancer hmm. if you're just dancing in a company dancing in for award shows for films um i mean that's all that those are also very different like you know the revenue stream you know dancing uh, in a movie would be different from dancing uh, in a on a stage Uh, mm. from dancing in a wedding everything is so different you know it's so like you can't you can't have this one set of you know yeah, uh, yeah. model but definitely like uh, i would definitely say like you know dancing in a film is is a lot more than you know you dancing on stage um even though dancing in a film you you don't need a lot of rehearsals mm. um but dancing on a stage you do need a lot of rehearsals yeah, sure. but you still get it's, you yeah. still get little less like mm. quite less than you know you do it in films um at the same can time you, you give know, me you like if you don't mind can you give me like a ballpark <laughs> figure like no i just want to oh, like wow. i would i i want to because i don't know like i i hear people's salaries like everybody like i know one of my friend i told you right before i i uh, we got mm-hmm. off, i told you that i had an influencer uh-huh. who she's one of my closest friends and she's uh, she's an actor also and all of that so i mm-hmm. the first thing i asked her was what is what is the kind of money that you make because i i want to firstly i don't know if this if the stereotype is true that uh-huh. like, oh um, there is less money what is it like so uh, you know the least the least you can get and that what that's what i know of mm. is you can get when if you if you if you're an instructor or a teacher at a company mm. you, the least you can get is um 200 rupees for a class 
that doesn't i mean 200 rupees for a class i don't know how much that amounts to because that is also like you know how many ever classes yeah, you exactly. take yeah exactly um uh, and how many weeks how many days mm. in a week uh and so yeah so that's i i know that's the least you can get is 200 rupees a class uh now the rate has increased a little bit because of the choreography workshops mm. that have just started in india before it was more of training now mm. it's more of like you know learning choreography for just you know yeah. posting it on social media so now the rate has increased to um uh, like for a very very good uh, like a very av- or maybe an av- average dancer or teacher it would be 350 rupees uh but for someone who is a little like more experienced it would be per person i'm talking about mm-hmm. by the way uh um so now it's more like 500 600 650 uh but this is for choreography workshop but i know that for companies when you are teaching when you are training students you get 200 rupees per class for how many ever students doesn't matter if it's 80 or if oh it's five so it is quite bad i would say um but things have started to change and you know now people don't want to do that people mm-hmm. want to become freelancers and that's why these companies are also going down the drain yeah uh, like i don't, don't wanna, i don't, don't yeah i don't, don't want to name names. them but um <laughs> we can but, cut it out uh, we can i'll bleep it out yeah yeah but no no that's fine but uh then um but okay so for example i went to uh, london once uh, i mean this is for this was for a bollywood film so i had gone to mm. london for a just a trip and i got to know that they are shooting houseful 4 over there so they okay. were they were shooting one song ek chumma and I, uh. and my sister told me you know you can just go it's for 3 days i was like ha ha chalo i'll go so for 3 days i got 550 pounds that is what <laughs> for 3 days <laughs> I, I was like, well, wow! wow. Uh, you made yourself so some real for- good money in three days. <laughs> and then, but I know that for, in India, so that was in the in the UK, but mm. it, it's still like for a Bollywood film. But mm. in India, for sure, uh, it is. Uh, I think it's around twenty thousand a day. So that's, that's it's not, not bad. That that's not bad at all. I mean, twenty yeah. thousand a day is not bad. People get one lakh a month for you know just a normal job. Yeah, that's, maybe that's the least and you can get. No, so, that's one lakh a month is a lot. That's not the least. It's a lot. That is okay. a lot. Like MBA <laughs> students don't earn that much. Earn, <laughs> yeah, oh, and like really uh, good MBA, like your bank jobs won't pay you one lakh. They'll pay you like thirty, forty thousand. I think you know when you are self-employed as well, because you know for dance you can't stick to one job. Yeah. Number yeah. one, you cannot just become a teacher. You mm. have to do different things. uh it is it is an it is inconsistent but uh, as soon as you get the hack of it you will uh um you will enjoy it obviously but at the same time you can earn a lot more you have to be very strategic about it yeah uh, you know, high like, risk high uh, reward like, like it's a high risk high reward thing completely like, like for example you know i'll tell you uh this is just something which i realized maybe you know i'm going the right path maybe i'm going the wrong path i don't know but you know i started mm-hmm. to take these workshops i'm earning through these workshops but i can't just do that you know when uh, now what's what's happening is as soon as i'm taking workshops the reach is increasing people are you know i'm putting more money into my videos as well so that, so that now the reach is increasing people are starting to follow me all of that in turn i'm getting more uh, people in my workshops 
and hmm. then at the same time because reach is increasing now brands are also seeing so now they want to also collaborate uh because of that now they're also tr- uh, after a, you know after a point they'll you know start you know paying me as well a lot more than you know what they give me right now so uh there are different ways i mean you just have to be very strategic about it but the maximum i, I, I mean the maximum could be anything i feel like weddings are uh, like i just got to know the wedding prices it's 15000 is the rate the minimum rate okay 15000 is the minimum rate for one song for one song so imagine how many songs would you do in a wedding uh, for a sangeet and this is a lockdown rate huh? it's not just the normal rate yeah. the lockdown rate um normal rate is quite high and um it's for one song for a one and a half minute song i was like that that's like quite a lot of money you know just to choreograph for a one and a half minute um teaching it to people uh for a wedding and just for one song because obviously yeah you know that in a sangeet they are going to have chalo minimum of chalo 10 songs probably yeah 15 songs yeah, you're going to yeah. have you know uh, couple dance ye hoga mummy papa ka dance and then mm-hmm. bachche log ka dance bhai ben ka dance like some yeah, yeah, yeah. so cousins many. dance yeah cousins dance. there are so many there are going to be and they do invest even yeah. in the lockdown people are investing yeah so, wedding everybody mean, invests uh, everyone so that's a completely different market altogether for dance uh that is a different world only which you know honestly i don't want to get into but i'm open to it uh but if you can make some you money into, why not bro <laughs> why not that's true but you know it's something uh, i always always because you know i can't spread my legs so much i really need to like you know i want to go into dance education and into um building a dance degree mm-hmm. over here in india like and a reputed like degree and a recognized one not just like a diploma or like a um, you know something but it has to be internationally recognized that you know oh you know some students over here from uh, uh whatever i don't know my dance uh, let's just say dream to dance school whatever that's, that's like, not going to be the name that, that's not going to be the name huh. but you know maybe from there uh mm. you know they've they've been uh, called for a for a uh, like you know um gig or you know some yeah. um something abroad so it, it is it has to be like like you know for example uh, the ar rahman school of music mm-hmm. you know it mm-hmm. is internationally recognized people know about it uh people do come from abroad to come to ar rahman school of music to learn so i wanted that way i want people like you know like the way i go to the us i want people from the us also to come here probably yeah. you know why not um i definitely want it to be internationally recognized uh so that uh, that just increases the job prospects for people over here in india yeah they'll be more uh, willing to also invest in for a dance degree as mm. soon as they know there's a market for it there are people who are going to you know book them for jobs uh you know dance jobs then why not like um why not have something like that which is also something which people would like to learn would like to do and not just engineering or doctor like you know just the yeah, yeah 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 that's intense yeah. i get i get because the point in india we have fil- yeah so because in india we have other like we have a filmmaking school you know whistling mm-hmm. was just started we have music schools over the era rahman school of music there are but dance still does not have that place in india um 
and even though it's so ancient and it's so uh, like culturally rich we still don't have that place for dance education people would like to take it as entertainment which is great but it's something which i am not aiming for so you know when if i if i'm planning to you know go for weddings it's a completely different world and i think that maybe you know i can start with it a little bit to get a reach but um not as like my full time career like no, even like you know choreographing for mm. films or whatever it's great for you know my contacts and my networking and for you know my school which i would like to create in the future but it mm. can't be my full time job where i'm actually you know on sets choreographing yeah. i mean that's a it, then it's like you know just spreading so many wings you know so yeah, yeah you can yeah, become yeah. a choreographer also in films you can now there's dance therapy as well oh my i feel you on a lot don't you know about it no <laughs> yeah, no yeah. so there's dance therapy oh wow so there is dance therapy as well it's actually used in um uh, mental hospitals a lot a um, hmm. lot of medical colleges and everything and it is um, it is a thing it is actually a thing i mean if you've seen sanju the movie yeah they, you know they have this there's this uh, like ranbir kapoor goes to a mental hospital and then he uh, he taught dance over there yeah 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 i don't know if, I don't know if you see that. I've so, seen, I've seen, I mean, I've seen. there is like there are dance movement therapists. There is an entire course. Uh, actually, they've just started that diploma pro- program in Pune, um, and uh, there are there are quite some colleges in Australia, in the US and UK. There are a lot for dance therapy. So that's also something which has started. Um, so why not explore that as well? Hmm. So there are so many things you can do. if you are into dance you know more than you know when when you get into a dance field i think you just become creative you have mm-hmm. a different skill set which you can transfer in different different professions you can also just become some a pr manager at some place honestly uh, mm-hmm. or you know someone you can do a lot of things i think it's just being open about your choices um you can still dance you know there is there is just so many ways you can go more than a prof- i i really believe that uh with any profession you do you learn a different skill set which is transferable as i said so definitely go for it that is man mm-hmm. i i get you i feel you that's nice that's a <laughs> no i'm i'm i heard i think wow that's a lot of uh, information to process <laughs> Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, But it's yeah. good. I Because think. I think yeah. I get. I get it. Like it, it's all about like what what you are open to, and it's all about how open to. Like in terms yeah. of creativity for your dance, great. Like you can be mm-hmm. amazing and creative. But how creative are you when it comes to mixing your passion with mm-hmm. your talent to get revenue, talent to get Correct. exposure. and all of that right correct correct like correct it's, it's yeah, about yeah, how smart you are otherwise as well but i feel like that's where a lot of people like miss out because they might mm. be like amazing dancers but they might have zero business sense and like they yeah. might actually True. lose out like i think if if i had a dance school at first obviously the dance would be like the main you know core of everything mm uh-huh. but i mm-hmm. also have like business courses i ha- i teach them like quite a few different fields so that they know like okay 
dancing is the only thing I might be great at, but how do I monetize it? How do I publicize it? How do I create something new? Definitely. And like if you do end up having a college, if then you... have a business course, <laughs> like an entrepreneurship course. For what? Sorry, for my for what? my college. For your college, yeah. I think you should have that. Oh yeah, Gen- yeah. Just oh, yeah, just yeah. give me I... just give me general. Just give me one minute. I need to go okay. change my Wi-Fi. My I, okay. yeah, my internet is gonna stop soon. Just give me a minute. Yeah. yeah. I'm back. Can you hear me? Huh? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank God. I thought the recording would stop. I just switched to another. Uh, oh. <laughs> oh my! It's still uh, on. Thank God. Good. It's been how long so... have you been recording this? I have no idea. A we good started. hour? A good hour, yeah, yeah. That's good. I'm glad. Yeah, that's it's a good. great conversation. <laughs> yeah, you were asking me something. Go ahead. So, so you know, it, it's like, you know, I always say that art, uh, if you can... Um, if, wait. What were we talking in the end? Monetization the end? of your art. Correct. So, like, you know, like, you know I always say that um, art is something which is uh, oh yeah, yeah. So I remember what we were talking about. Yeah. So I was saying that yeah, definitely. You know, in my college, like I would really like to have other skill sets as well. Like it's not just about dance. Like for sure. Like you know, when I'm having a dance degree, in the mm. degree itself, like you know, for uh, the course which I'm doing at USC, uh, it's not only about dance. We have modules in there where we can explore other um, fields but at the same time you know we learn how to uh, like you know I have learned how to uh, edit videos to you know edit music to also learn how to you know uh, shoot uh, at the same time learn how to uh, also write like you know just uh, my own website have my own website and how I can you know advertise myself and this and that and I think it's all included in your, you know, how you can, how you can conduct yourself as well um, as, um, you know, a dance leader. Yeah. Um, a lot of things, you know, like a pitch. We've also done like pitches over there where, you know, like, like, an, you know, elevator pitch and all. So, I mean, it is very necessary to have those kind of skill sets, even though you are just a dancer where you're just yeah. performing on stage. So it, it's it's not just preparing you to become a dancer, but as I said, you have to be intellectually curious for that, and you have to have that. Uh, and it, it it's just helping me to sustain my career a little long, more than just you know have uh, one skill set. Yeah. So I'm not just talking about dance, but just one skill set. So even when you're doing a business degree or something, mm-hmm. um, you know you have the uh, you, you probably you know you're just learning one skill set. But then mm. um, when you explore other fields and other things, you, you're getting different skill sets. So it all boils down to skill sets and what you, uh, what you can do with those skill sets to, you know, um, sustain your career a little long. Yeah. What, what according to you has been the, like the, your favorite moment for you in your entire, I don't want to say career. Career is like boiling it down to something very like it, I think it's art. Like in your art, what have you, like what is your favorite moment? My favorite moment? Uh, <laughs> uh, it is... Okay, give me, okay, this. Give me top three and uh, give me verse three. Okay, so my, okay, top three would be, one is um, the, the, 
just the 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 studio, the creation process when I'm choreographing and when yeah. I have the people around me. That's my you know that's definitely one of the top three. Uh, second one, I would say when it <laughs> when it comes down to uh, deciding um, what costumes I need to have, huh. uh, and you know actually I'm like you know running around to know what material, yeah, how it should be, you know the design, all of that. Uh, that was the and you know and that also includes the set and you know everything else which happens in the hmm. in the production. Um, and uh, in dance, right? That's what you said. In in dance. your My entire life, what career? Yeah. Oh wow! <laughs> oh, so these were so so then I then I would just have that as one. Okay, all yeah. whatever I said right now regarding yeah the process the, is one of your the favorite. process. The process yeah. is one of them. Yeah. Uh, second was um, wow, favorite moment in my career. Um, oh, interacting with people, engaging with a lot of you know. I made a lot of friends just in this lockdown through social mm-hmm. media, and this uh, it was not. I, I mean, it is a part of like you know what I do. Mm. Uh, so it, it it becomes like an entire family. and you know they respond to my texts and you know it's not we don't only talk about workshops and classes but just general stuff about life also yeah i have this entire like dream to dance fam where you know we also um have uh, private events together we also uh, talk to each other just generally on our group etc so yeah. it's all about just nurturing that and uh, so just engaging and interacting with people has been the second best thing which i mm-hmm. never realized that you know it would actually it gives me a lot of inspiration yeah. to you know have that um the third would be how i am able to um not just dance and do a lot of other things because of my skill yeah. set and that's what i love about it as well because i don't think uh i i yeah i just love that part of the i feel um of my career but the worst three is oh, i i do have so i, I really i'm sure say. i really want to know like <laughs> this is so i do um, this thing where uh, now i've just started where i made a profile for my uh, what's it for my uh, podcast and mm-hmm. i add uh, clips so like mm-hmm. i i i mean i'll put the entire podcast on spotify apple all of that but mm-hmm. uh, i'll also put like mini clips of all. i want to i want to probably put this because whoever knows you <laughs> sees you on the top tier of everything and Correct. i want i want yeah, to show yeah, that there is definitely. there is there is hard work and there is also hardship and adversity that you might have faced oh yes of course uh, the the worst thing which i don't like about it is uh, um sometimes uh, when you have to create for yourself uh, and create, and sometimes when there is a blurred line between creating for yourself and creating for others um oh and you know sometimes you know you have, when you have to sell your art you have to do things which are which you probably yeah, don't you want to sell your soul to you the devil to yeah, yeah yeah i really don't like it but you know sometimes you have to have that balance i yeah. have to understand that you know it is a part of the career but at the same time being true to yourself so being authentic but at the same time you know just knowing that 
probably how you can how you can make that stuff authentic for yourself you know if you if you have to sell your art um in this way for example you know bollywood really works uh when you do a bollywood dance you know in any mirch masala with a very, yeah. on a uh, very mirch masala music it is working and it has worked um but how i can be very authentic to myself and true to myself and actually sell it by also doing by by doing what people want me to do so um uh, that's but that's something which i really do not like you know when i have to figure that out for myself so that's one thing for sure uh when that, that when there is that blurred line yeah um but second um uh when you have to be answerable to people uh so now you know now the thing is that i've been so used to people telling me about you know not doing a career in dance and people telling me don't now the thing now that this, uh, the questions have answers have changed questions have changed go back to the us comments everything has changed but it's something which is just not uh, needed you know i just zone out um recently there was someone who came um mm. and you know was telling me and i was like um i i just i i just my my ears were shut i just it's the worst first part about the career where you just have to you know listen and answer yeah. answer so many people so that's that um and the third one is you can any time and uh, have a creative block you yeah. cannot be like there's no you can't be you can't be working 24 like i mean you can be working 24/7 but uh, sometimes when you just have a creative block you just don't know what you want to do and what you can do what you are doing what so, your potential um, is what my potential is like you know creative blocks are the worst and that's when you have to actually zone out completely mm. and do something else and take those skill sets as inspiration for your dance so that's what i've been doing like i've been mm. you know painting drawing all the creative stuff that's writing cool. poems etc so you know it actually like i used to love creating all of that so i got back to it i got back to that childhood uh, you know hobby Mm. and uh, it really helped me with through my creative block uh because sometimes creative block can be like oh my god you know i can't do anything and then you get into depression this and that there are so many ways you can go through you know your creative block so that's one thing which is very uh, frustrating because mm. then you're not able to create you're not able to show what you're doing and also sometimes your engagement re, uh, uh engagement declines on instagram on mm. facebook youtube whatever because you're not posting often yeah so so all of that is there but you know just just zone out at that point take a holiday i get you and yeah like this yeah. one week so last week i posted a a podcast but this week mm. i didn't and like last monday mm. basically and this monday i think uh-huh. i'll upload this on monday but mm-hmm. i i don't know i think i was just out of it like there was a lot going on in my head in terms of academics like there was one mm-hmm. exam that i didn't do well in and now i'm worried about that course and all of that uh-huh. and it just it fucks with you sometimes like like i i'm not i'm definitely not at the level where i'm i mean my podcasting is art but mm-hmm. i do feel like if i'm like if i'm just sitting and talking i actually want to sit and talk like i'm not just doing it because i 
because I have to. Correct. Yeah, you have to. True. And Same I get me. yeah, I get notification. So um, Spotify does this very cool thing where it gives me a, a feedback on the uh, the mm. time people have listened to it and the duration and how many uh-huh. people, how many people have heard the whole thing, all of that, right? Mm-hmm. I have one hundred percent noticed that when I when I'm not in the zone and I record something, that engagement is shit. People don't listen to the mm-hmm. whole thing, and mm. I I rather not put something out to for like I have fifty seventy people listening to it, but mm-hmm. I rather have those seventy people actually enjoy it than enjoy. It. True. And just have engagement for the fuck of it. Like, that's not true. fun. Completely. Then. Yeah. Yeah. That's definitely I, true. Yeah, like, yeah. you know, when I'm also making content, uh, you know, when videos don't do well in terms of reach, I actually take it positively and be like, oh, at least the people who watched it, they liked it. Even even if it did not reach the people. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes, you know, because the algorithm is so messed up yeah, on Instagram, yeah, yeah. especially that you never know if it reaches to people or not so that's when that's also something which i hate about it about uh, you know you have to care about reach you have to care about all of these small but things do you about, feel you know, like don't you feel like if you're like i don't know this is something like i have always like see obviously when opportunities come to you you have to do the right thing and when like when when it's True. business you have to be smart and all of that but mm-hmm. i feel like as long as you're the best at what you do and you keep putting that out there like mm-hmm. this is a like if you were in person the audio was crisper if i was face to face with you if there was people saw the interaction it would be amazing but mm-hmm. but as long as this this is an authentic conversation people will mm-hmm. listen to it yeah maybe lesser but Completely. those few people will yeah. enjoy it so enjoy. as long as you yeah. do your best i think that like it'll you just have to be patient then as, like then for your and be smart enough for when like the time is right and you got to make a move true but you got to you just got to yeah. yeah 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 completely true but give me give me an instance where like a personal incident if you don't mind talking about it where like uh-huh. you felt like shit in in this and one instance where you felt like okay this was this is a right choice like somewhere where you have like suppose failed miserably or mm-hmm. something like that uh like you know uh for me i i, I hate um, i mean i think everyone hates criticisms okay mm. um sometimes you deal it deal with it really nicely sometimes you just don't Yeah. Uh, for me, the worst time—the time when I was feeling like shit was uh, the first day, not the first day also, but the first few weeks at USC Kaufman, uh, where I was just like, "Wow!" Oh, as I said, you know, I was so overwhelmed. Yeah. Uh, we had classes every. I mean, classes were obviously every day, but it was nine to nine, um, mm-hmm. and it was an intense schedule. But at the same time, I was. I was just not feel. I I had actually lost my self confidence because um, I was learning things which probably I wasn't good at. I would say so. I, I it was so new to me. A lot of things, even though like you know I've done ballet for five years. Yeah. I mean there are so many other things which I did not learn in ballet. 
So when I went to US, it was so different. The teaching style, all of that. I was like, yeah. am I able to cope with it? And I was, and at that time, I was really feeling bad that you know, if um, am I doing the right thing? What is happening? Um, so that was definitely that was definitely the, uh, I gave it time. As I said, I gave that one year to myself. Um, and uh, honestly, you know, the thing is that. Uh, I really improved in that one year when I um, when I was actually feeling like shit was the time when I actually improved and I could see my improvement you know from before and I was like okay it is working at least like you know uh, when I'm not being casted in yeah. a particular dance or whatever it's actually making me work harder is actually uh, I'm I'm improving myself through that uh, so it was quite it was it was a rough patch but um, I got, got through that. I got through that. You know how? I'll tell you that. Then that was like a good experience. With how I got through it was, uh, I I made it a point that you know I felt like I needed to boost back that self confidence. Yeah. And I had to start something. I had to do something for myself, for which which I've always been you know liked by for uh, by yeah. everyone. So I actually after that one year I came back to Mumbai. And uh, I uh, did a full-on production. So it was my third production. I've done three productions before this. Um, so uh, this was my third production right after my first year at college. And I had called my you know few dancer friends, and we had done this entire ticketed show, which I choreographed and you know, I danced in. And actually, the pro and it, this, this all of this happened in one month. Yeah. And the only reason I did the show. Was to boost back my self confidence, to you know probably uh, get the praise because I knew yeah. that you know when I come back to Mumbai, uh, people are going to have that kind of a uh, vibe uh, yeah. because it was it definitely you know at least a little better, if not a lot, but at least a little better than you know how I I was feeling at yeah. the US. And as soon as I did that show, I got few ideas which I could have taken back. To the US, and you know, I started my own organization, which was FIDA, and F F I D A. Yeah, yeah, F I D. What is it? Tell me, tell me what it is about. So, so it is just a student organization. Yeah. So the, yeah. So the reason I started also with FIDA was just to have fun. I mean, definitely was to boost back my confidence, but at the same time. It was something which I really wanted to do because it was everything was becoming very competitive and very like you know oh let's dance for a performance let's dance for a competition this and that so this was just like a thing which I started where I wanted people to come and learn and they didn't have to like you know worry about anything else about like performance they just come and learn they train and that's what I really missed. Uh, so that's how I literally started. That's why the name is Fida. So all those who have the raging passion to you know mm. dance, they can come. I get you, man. That's interesting. Yeah. What is what do you like? What is the organization now doing? Like, what all are you doing with it? So right now, so right right now in the lockdown, the thing is that um, I'm I'm kind of upping my my profile a uh-huh. lot. So because of that, there's been no time for FIDA. Also, I'm taking a gap semester. So this year, this semester, because of COVID, I realized that you know I don't want to do an online session. Yeah. Um, 
like a online uh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. learning for my uh, college so i just took a gap semester while i am you know actually building my profile up all of that so uh, creating a brand for myself but with fida we we taking a pause at the moment um because i'm also taking the gap semester time zone difference because it's catered to mostly people in the university and maybe L- la at large mm-hmm. so um so the time zone difference so fida is on a pause right now and will be resumed shortly once i'm back um, i i will check it out for sure you have yep. any clips because, youtube videos all of that oh yeah yeah i mean for fida yeah we have a fida i can send you the link we have a fida instagram page so huh. over there uh yeah yeah we we also we we've kind of created a culture so we you know also had like a holy workshop with colors mm. water and all of that so we've had a lot of fun through that a lot of uh, it it it's just a fun way yeah it's just nothing uh, nothing very like oh, very intense yeah uh, people just come have fun there was no i mean it it, it was kind of like a, a stress buster for me while i was mm-hmm. teaching at fidda uh, at usc when uh, this uh, like in january hmm. and uh, uh right now because of the lockdown and because of so many things of my you know profile and all of that which i'm building right now it was becoming it was becoming more of a stress so i was like you know it's better if i pause it right now than hmm. being very irritated about it so even though i have like a like my my e-board is there hmm. it, it's still like you know uh, it was still a lot for me and also my e-board is going to graduate thing so they are also looking for jobs so yeah. they're all becoming a lot so it's better you know what's an e-board what's an e-board just taking a pause sorry what's an e-board oh i mean i mean just like a uh, it's just called like a like a fida board like you know our uh, the board of direct ah, okay. members yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. so like you know with the finance the finance yeah, yeah, yeah. and the, all of that yeah yeah I get you. I get you. So I wanted to ask you this: When, like, we, I mean, Indian dance, uh, folk, classical, as you were saying, there is mm-hmm. a phenomenal amount of, how do I say it? Phenomenal amount of art that is present in our country, right? Like, uh-huh. and all of these arts. are i mean i'm sure in terms of when you go abroad and if if you go to a dance school especially they might be mm-hmm. having some idea or there might be people who have had exposure to all these arts all of that but mm-hmm. have like when you go there do you have you taken that there have you shown them like or how does it work do they know already about this stuff like oh yeah is, yeah i mean and second question sorry mm-hmm. like i'll complete uh, yeah yeah, yeah. why is it like I, i don't know i mean i why is it that we don't see that same like we see the hip hop styles and jazz and all mm. of that brought ballet all of that brought into india but on what mm. scale are we representing as a country our folk and classical dances to the world mm-hmm. so um i'll tell you one thing uh in terms of um just um i mean get, i have i have been learning about bharatnatyam and you know all of those um, you know style like indian styles in the us as well i mean in in theory it does come to us mm. uh, when we are learning theory and all of that 
we do have a bollywood teacher who you know teaches us bollywood as well there is a bollywood this uh, person over there mm. um they do have the indian culture and they do respect it and i feel like um it is there and i and honestly like i kind of connected a lot more to the indian culture while i was there yeah uh, you know being a part of the indian community and at the same time even you know like i never done like you know if you see recently recently like my videos and all of that all of that there are a lot of like indian semi classical uh mm. choreographies mm-hmm. i have never done it i mean you know it, it actually happened while i was at usc so i have never done that before um i was always into contemporary hip hop bollywood uh, a little bit of indian folk also i would say but i was never into indian semi classical which is like a fusion of indian classical and contemporary mm. so i was never into that but i got to that uh, at a point while i was at ust and while i was exploring my movement and all of mm. that so uh, the thing is that uh, you definitely connect a lot to the culture while you're away from home uh, a lot i more. get you right. um but uh in terms of you know i feel that why we in india um res- not respect but get have a lot of indian like have a lot of jazz and contemporary and ballet and how we appreciate that a lot is because i feel um the culture in the us in abroad just generally they do respect their own culture of hip hop mm. of contemporary a ballet they recognize you know when i when i've gone for performances also even like ballet performances there's a full crowd over there like it's it's mm. full the seats are full always like every single time there's never been like a point where the seats are empty and there's no one over there or there are less people so i feel like in that respect uh, art is very much appreciated by a lot of people in the us and that's why uh it becomes kind of easier and uh for us also to accept it um so with when it comes to indian classical and folk dancing uh especially with the current generation and especially with the emergence of bollywood also uh people have uh that there is the the culture is amazing our indian culture is great uh but the people have not appreciated it as much uh and because of that uh you know um uh, it's just become a lot um more difficult for mm. indian forms to thrive mm. in uh, india uh, yeah uh, right now things are things are starting to kind of uh i mean in, when i'm teaching as well mm. there definitely are now a lot of people uh, who are into you know uh, indian classical and folk um and they want to do that even for like weddings um even like for a lot of things you know they want to do like a very like an indian cultural you know dance i would say so people are wanting to do that now and i'm seeing a lot of difference which i was very surprised with uh just before i went to usc it was a very different climate altogether mm-hmm. but now when i've come back after 3 years um the climate has kind of changed it is it is developing mm. hopefully i feel like even like even men and uh, men are appreciating uh, indian forms and like even if in a, even if you're not doing it for example like you know you like mm. even if you're not doing an indian classical form or a folk form or anything else uh, regarding the culture 
I feel like uh, you're still at least appreciating it. Yeah. So even if you're not doing it. Yeah. So, I don't understand. But maybe shit. like I would like yeah. if you took me, if you told me that okay, Saturday there is a classical dance, this thing, mm-hmm. I'd be like, <coughs> sorry. <coughs> oh shit. So I I would have no idea. I'd be like, I would I wouldn't go for it. But if you took me, I'd I'd be engrossed. Like I want I want to know then. Like that's Correct. my yeah. idea. True, true, definitely, and that's how it is. And I mean, like you know, there's a recent uh, Amazon Prime series, Bandish Bandits. Oh, my know, mom watched it. I was watching it while my it. yeah. So there was one time I was mm-hmm. just sitting, and my mom put it on, and I. I kind of, it was, I mean, I, to be honest, I found it a little, like, I don't know. I didn't understand it too much, but I got it. Like these, this, some dude with a mask, right? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah, that was the latter part. Yeah, yeah true. But it was, uh, I mean, the music was uh, really appreciated by a lot of people. Yeah. Even though, yeah, yeah. For, I, I mean, definitely for, a, for some people. Uh, it is it is not their liking. I mean, of course, like you know, for me, I am more a Hindi Bollywood person than yeah. you know, listening to English songs. So you definitely have a different liking. That's okay. But if you're appreciating it, um, and I think like uh, with 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 just the Bandish Bandits album, a lot of people got their liking into Indian classical if, mm. when they did not have. You know, yeah, a lot of people because I honestly me. Personally, I was not a lot into Indian classical music at all to, you know, listen to. But after I watched the series, uh, it kind of gave me a very different point of view. It gave me a very different perspective. And uh, I was like, okay, I never tried it, but this was quite nice. I mean, I really liked it. So you never know. Sometimes you just have to surprise yourself that way. So I had this friend uh, who, like, this is one of my friends from India only, but I met him in Penn State. He, mm-hmm. uh, those, he's very like, he was a tabla player or like for someone who was, uh, so westernized, he was mm-hmm. very, very attached to his, uh, classical Indian, mm-hmm. um, art form. So he, yeah. yeah, he was a guy. So that was, this is very odd. Like I, I that's when I realized that guy was odd, but in a good way. Mm-hmm. So we, mm-hmm. it was his birthday. Yeah. And all of us threw him a party, you know, we got nice, we got drunk, all of that. And uh, mm-hmm. so after that, everybody like, had, like you know, gone to sleep, whatever, whatever. And both of us were just chilling, talking. And he was like, uh, bro, I'm just going to go listen to uh, classical music now. And he's hammered out <laughs> of his head. Like he, he probably cannot move. But he was like, mm-hmm. right now, my happy place is going to be the classical music. I was like, mm-hmm. go for it, man. But. I was, I was, I was actually happy that his happy place is his classical music. I was like, that's, yeah, that's amazing. And that's, there are people like that. Like he, he could sit and listen to, uh, he was a biochemistry major and Mm. he used to sit and listen to, uh, one, two hour tabla, uh, performances. And I was mm-hmm. like, how, how does like, it, I don't understand it. But then I thought about it. Like I really like the jazz music, um, like jazz as music, not dance jazz, but music. Yeah. Jazz. Yeah, yeah. Jazz music. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I listen to hours of, um, slow jazz. 
just oh nice yeah so i can listen to hours of it and like i used to do listen to it before sleeping all of that and i realized like there are a lot of people who might be doing that and that is it is a thing it's not a lost yeah um, it's not True. a lost art it is there a, yeah yeah it is there i think we just have to get it out there now yeah and like break yeah, the yeah, break the whole idea that like i wouldn't i wouldn't like i i wouldn't be able to like my music taste my dance like i oh by the way i want to ask you about the royal family the dance crew uh-huh. you like those yeah, guys yeah. Ah uh, okay on <laughs> do you like them i mean i have not seen a lot of their videos so i'm not Bro, someone who they are can comment too good i, I really don't nice. know jack shit about videos. that i <laughs> have there is one 10 12 minute performance of theirs in some world uh, dance world of dance yeah something something yeah, like yeah. that and i watched that yeah. performance like at least 10 20 times they are really good <laughs> yeah i'll yeah, send yeah. you the, I mean, i'll send you the video that i watched i really enjoyed it cool Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Definitely coming back so. uh, to yeah, so my music taste, my taste in art, and all of that is very different. Like for me, I the the Bundes Bandit show you're talking about. I watched mm-hmm. like a good two episodes with my mom. Mm-hmm. She really enjoyed it, and she was like, "The music is also great." And I, I really don't think that was my taste, but I got it. Uh-huh. I was like, "Okay, I get it." Like. Yeah, it's it's yeah. At least you appreciate that. I mean, yeah. you know, probably if you would have say if you were if you would have said that in school, it would have been oh, a little yeah. different. Oh, school was you know school. the perception. School kids are horrible. Yeah. General school, everybody, if school, especially like boys groups, we are assholes. Like that's one thing I think we need to change, big time. Yeah, like completely. Oh my god, like it's yeah. it's in, insane. Like I'm sure you must have faced that a lot. Like especially oh, yeah, your yeah. your background being indian indian folk that would have mm. been i mean oh, yeah, um, yeah. i can only imagine Com- completely completely it's, it's funny because you know in school no one called but uh, like now now it's different you know it's uh, like i think everyone's perception is is changing and it's good yeah i mean uh, when, i think when you get out of school you just have yeah and you grow different up, perspective <laughs> you grow up you grow up you definitely yeah. grow up yeah like i i remember making fun of people for being like different i remember being made fun of for being different but i know for a fact that like now like for sure there are there, there is a different form of appreciation for everything like the same people in school who must have called you like you know flamboyant who must have called you like bad horrible names now actually understand that okay this is not it's art completely like, yeah yeah no no definitely for sure of course that has all that has happened and i am actually very happy at least um at least after you just have to give it time you know i yeah. think everyone's at at a different stage and you you definitely grow up uh yeah <laughs> so that's a good one i think you know you know we we have also as as society we have reached a space i feel at least we are getting to a good place where people are appreciated for being different like i think True. my my like the reason i want to study psychology the reason i started this podcast also all of these things is because my true like love is people the differences True. in people and their experiences and mm-hmm. their understanding of life and 
like mm-hmm. i could have you on the podcast for dance and 10 different dancers i do a podcast with to get because yeah. all of them will be different doesn't Ev- all of them will be different yeah maybe Completely. maybe like in terms of social media and all all of them all of y'all might have the same perspective but <laughs> in terms of uh-huh. their journey in that, terms of family yeah, yeah. it's mm-hmm. and that that's i think like we're, we're reaching a good place where you know we promote differences where i'll see my friends promote when when i if if today i write a like poem or something and if i send it to my friends they might just put it on their story like oh this is a beautiful poem whereas that would yeah. be called, like are you emo bro like back in the day yeah <laughs> like, back bro, in why the day so true. emo bro <laughs> <laughs> like and i noticed true, that difference true. because in my like i'm in liberal arts so firstly everybody is quite artsy secondly mm-hmm. i know that 3 years there's a 3 years gap between me and everybody in my batch but uh-huh. i re- like i remember what i was when i was 19 and i know how mm-hmm. i see how they are they're so yeah. so progressive in terms of in in a 3 year gap i see such progress in their mindset in in how they um uplift others around them instead True. of pushing them down yeah yeah definitely like i that's see the true. difference and that's that's good yeah, i i feel that's that. really good mm-hmm. because that promotes people to be different like people are not shamed for being different for being different like Completely. not one person has told me like bro why you why you being so weird with your podcast like no no nobody has ever told me like bro stop being so extra like what is a podcast bro why you being so extra like <laughs> that is if yeah i mean uh, if if the same uh, like i am quite expecting it if this podcast becomes anything significant i'm sure there'll be some person who'll come and say bro this all is so extra but i think <laughs> but so many people are doing it now and i feel like exactly. things have started to change in a good way yeah and especially and i think after quite, quite happy that it is yeah yeah people after quarantine people are realizing yeah, yeah. bro you're here for a short short fucking span like today you are alive mm-hmm. tomorrow tomorrow you might die like and yeah, yeah. <laughs> if if like i i go by this saying like if you were to die today right now mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. look back at everything would you be happy with how you've lived and what would you have done different and what would you rather have done in that moment would you be happy with all the choices mm-hmm. you have made where you are all of that right and i feel like people's opinions are the last thing you should care about if you're going to you're going to die like you're gonna, you're a speck like it's not only people firstly to we are nothing in the you and i are nothing in the world then we are nothing on in mm-hmm. terms of forces of nature then nothing in, in the solar system galaxy universe bro what are we like yeah. you and i will live for 100 What? years yeah, at yeah, the true. best the universe is 17 <laughs> billion years old so yeah. mm. i don't know this is just no that's a that's a good thing to you know even think think about yeah yeah for sure i think it just makes you relieved that you don't have the pressure to yeah. you know, do something i mean yeah. just 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 do what makes you happy that's yeah. all just keep moving and just mm. keep prog- like the moment you feel you're not yeah growing and you're not on a path of progress that's when you're 
Okay, that's Correct. when you have yeah. to rethink. Otherwise, till the time you're growing, grow in every possible direction. You don't have to stick to True. something. Definitely. Yeah. But on on sure. uh, on that. a good note, I think we have had a good two-hour-long podcast, bro. Uh, yeah. I have to get to <laughs> class at three fifteen. Perfect. I was just gonna tell you after I have lunch and I have my class. At yeah. <laughs> so Fair I enough. I really really enjoyed this journal. I truly did. I'm I'm. Thank you so much for coming on this podcast. It's it's a lot of fun. I'll send you the Bye. podcast once I'm done, like adding my intro, like making a minor, like edit whatever all yeah. these little little things. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. I had a lot of fun as well. Honestly, I was. Um, uh, there's so many new things actually came up as well, and I'm actually yeah. glad you asked me for it because I, you know, the thing is when you messaged me, I was like, okay, why did he message? And then I. Um, and then I, I was actually, I don't know who told me, but, or maybe, you know, I saw it on your profile, but I, I knew that you do podcast. Yeah. So I was like, well, maybe, you know, he's, he's, uh, he, he messaged me for that. So I was yeah. like, okay, TK, then, yeah. I, I, thought, about, really I thought about it enjoyed since a long it. time. Yeah. I, I really wanted to have, like, you on the podcast for, I think, a good month now. It's just, I got to oh, it nice. now. <laughs> I didn't know why. But, I yeah. mean, it, it was... Uh, uh, yeah, it was just a lot of fun, honestly. I'm, I'm um, glad that's the case. I'm glad I could give my input and, uh, you know, probably change some life somewhere. I'm, I hope, <laughs> I hope. And like, yes. tell like, like your da- people who are just starting off in dance. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. There's a lot course. to learn oh, from course. this. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. No, definitely. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, ha- I have this entire group also. And I'll put it up also. Um, I, I will yeah. I will I'll so, I'll send you all the stuff I'll I'll keep in contact with you about this. Yep. Cool. Anyway, yeah. we'll end this good. here. Uh, wait. Huh?